Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Uh, Not too bad. Very good. I know it's been, you know, two or three weeks since we, uh, we last spoke, but we had a mini last week to catch everybody up on the version update and Mythic Veil and everything, but, uh, yeah... It looks like with the new calendar, we'll have back-to-back normal episodes, so people will have that to look forward to. Um, But let's kick it off with the banners. We've got the Weekly Revival 47 and 1. We've rolled right back around. Um, For Tempest Trials, uh, that runs into the 16th. Book uh, 7 Revival goes into the 16th. New Power goes until the 19th. Hall of Forms Revival until the 25th. Legendary and Mythic Hero Remix 1 and 2 goes into the 5th as we approach December. That's right, December for everyone at home. And then finally, the uh, Special Heroes banner we're going to talk about today, which is Our Path Ahead, which ends on the 6th. So Eddie, I'm curious. um, I'll just say this. I I don't really have much of note to talk about summoning-wise, just the normal clear the the free summons that pop up. I'm trying to remember if I talked about, yeah, we did talk about the, uh, my summoning last time, but have you, uh, how have you fared with the new special heroes? Uh, well, if you were in discord, you noticed that I, um, actually got pretty lucky early on where I got a, um, uh, four star, uh, what was it? Do the four star Reina as like my free summon, my very first summon. And then, uh, shortly after that, I got like two, copies of Sanaki and uh, Micaiah, I believe, unless I'm misremembering what I got. Um, Let me try and pull it up quickly to make sure. But I did eventually hop back in a little more and get all the rest of the heroes. So I did get all four of the heroes. Ah, yes, it was two copies of Micaiah and Sanaki, or Sanaki and Micaiah, technically. And um, So I had pretty good luck early on and didn't take too long to get the rest of them, although I think I got uh, Zelgius as the spark. Very good. Awesome stuff. Um, well, what do we have to look forward to uh, coming up in the calendar? I mean, I know we're going to be recording next week, so people at home can probably guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, the main thing of note, uh, not much else, just usual random stuff, is that the new heroes will be launching on the 16th. So we got our... Second banner, which should also bring us the final chapter of uh, this book before we get these new heroes. And then we'll have another gap before we should get our new book banner in the beginning of December. Indeed. Looking forward to it. Book eight. Uh, and will it be a mythic hero for free or will it be a new type of hero? Maybe they'll dip into the rearmed slash attuned slash I think am I missing one? I think that's it. Attuned was the newest one. Yeah, right? I think Attuned is the newest one, uh, which we may get another new Attuned hero here in a few days. But uh, most likely they've been keeping to the um, uh, Mythic Heroes as the new hero on the ba- uh, that you get, the free heroes. So, Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, speaking of the calendar, uh, looking a little further ahead, uh, the next resplendent hero, Azama, Carefree Monk. Starting on November 25th, for Faye Pass subscribers, you'll be able to add Azama in his uh, Nielflimer, the realm of Book 5, 
technology. See what I did there? Uh, so you'll be able to add book five Azama. That's how I should have put it. Um, and I have the wrong link here. I was looking it up, but it, we haven't had a book five, uh, uh, resplendent here in a while. And I think, um, I think it looks really cool. I mean, it's, it's obviously like Azama's normal look, but it's got like sort of the under armor that is very, uh, reminiscent of, of a lot of the characters we saw in book five, sort of those like body suits that the characters were wearing. So I don't know. I think it looks cool. Right. Yeah. I didn't really, uh, let me pull him up and double check what he looks like, but well, that's not Azama. No, I know. That's fear. <laughs> yeah. Fear is available right now, but yeah, I had the yes. wrong link in there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The black under gear and all looks nice on him. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's the Valir outfit. All the gears as usual. Yeah. And this is something we were talking about earlier. Book five doesn't get a lot of love, you know? So, it's nice to see book five getting some time in the limelight. Um, but hey, let's talk about ninjas. You want to talk about ninjas? Uh, yes, let's talk about ninjas. Our new banner is our Path Ahead, which where we return to the ninja theme this year for the November banner with a Radiant Dawn focus and a fate, Fates Afterthought. Uh, both the Fates units, including the one actual ninja on the banner, are demote-level units, uh, you know, TT and 4-star. Uh, we get Heather, Zelgius, and the duo Makaya and Sanaki, uh, Sanaki being the lead on that duo. Uh, joined by Four Star Reina and Saizo in the Tempest Trial. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll kick things off with uh, Zelgius, Ninja Knight. Zelgius is the Earl of Kadol and one of uh, ben- uh, Begnian's greatest generals. I probably don't have any of that right uh, in terms of the pronunciation. Um, I think it's Benyon or whatever, but Ben-Yan? I think the G is silent, but I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Never, it's been... Heck, I didn't even know that uh, Micaiah and Sanaki were sisters, so. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, Tellius is definitely one of those uh, those uh, missing spots and why we always ask for, you know, Nintendo to do something about that. It would be really nice if uh, they take our money when it comes to uh, some Fire Emblem remakes and or re-releases. But, uh, yeah, alas. I'd love for just a simple re-release of the Radiant Dawn and Path of Radiance games right now. Uh, and eventually... A remake, because but I'd rather get a remake of uh, the Japanese-only games first. True, true. I agree. Um, well, back to Zelgius. Uh, Zelgius is a lance-armored hero wielding Scarlet Spear. Zelgius has two new skills. The first is Lightless Luna as a special and Distant D-slash-R solo in the A slot. Rounding out his kit is Special Fighter 4 in the B slot and Assault Troop 3 in the C slot. Now, if I remember correctly about Zelgius, he is the uh, he is the Black Knight, like the the guy with the big armor, correct? If yes. I'm remembering that. Yeah. So yeah. and I know his uh, I know his sort of uh, subtitle here is Ninja Knight, but like he's not wearing his typical huge armor so it's not necessarily as like a, how do you how do you be stealthy in that but um kind of looks like he's got christmas theme going on with the with the red and green there a little bit but um i think it works for for him i know i know he's less of the black knight character in uh, radiant dawn he's more i want to say approachable but he's not like he's not like that typical knight armor that we see in fire emblem right yeah, I mean, it's been so long since I've played Path of, Ra- Path of Radiance, but 
from what we get of the original Black Knight character in here, he is, you know, it seems like in Radiant Dawn or Path of Radiance as the Black Knight, he's just the silent, you know, standing there and looking threatening type thing, mm-hmm. you know, or being threatening uh, with little to no character development other than, if I recall correctly, he's the one who killed uh, Ike's father. Um, and Zelgius, he is still pretty stoic from what I understand. He's still pretty stoic and doesn't talk a ton, but he's a lot, a bit more. And you see a bit more of his reasoning behind what he does. Uh, you know, kind of, he kind of feels like a Camus-style character yeah, uh, to a degree. He's loyal to a fault. And in the second game, it actually works in a positive favor. Because if I recall correctly, in the second game, he's loyal to Sanaki you know, is one of the heroes or one of the people you want to win to by the end of the game. Yeah. Makes sense. And he very much, I mean, while it's maybe not as big as his normal armor, uh, my stuff's acting up, so I'm having trouble pulling it up to verify what his normal armor looks like. And not as big as his normal armor, it's still pretty big, especially for ninja armor. It's still pretty big and heavy there. So uh, he keeps that, and in his lines, he's like, I can't do sneaking. <laughs> I don't do sneaking. <laughs> well, he made it on the banner, so he's going to have to. It's kind of the rule. Yeah, I actually have the, I played through the uh, little paralogue story, and it's all about, you know, none of these people fit as an ninja, so it's up to Saizo to, <laughs> you know, actually represent actual ninja in this ninja event. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Uh, next, we have Heather, Wandering Ninja. Heather joins from Radiant Dawn, who is a thief who views men as nothing more than fools to trick into giving her money and items, and joins here as a Green Dagger infantry unit. She wields Spy Shuriken, uh, which, despite being extra large, is a pretty normal-looking special weapon. Uh, she also comes with an assist skill to trigger her weapon's special effects, because uh, it gets a couple special effects off of an assist skill triggering, either on her or by her. Uh, as well as a pair of Tier 4 skills on her. Um, I didn't double-check which ones were new, if any of them, but she does have a pair of Tier 4 skills with her. Yeah, and it's interesting, because so Heather is uh, a Radiant Dawn-only hero. Um, I I know for a fact that I never played Radiant Dawn. I never touched it. I did have Path of Radiance, so that's why like some of the characters are familiar. Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you how far I got, but... Yep, I was playing. Same, I played Path of Radiance. I got decent amount into it, and then there was a map where I needed a spy or something, or a ninja or an archer who I had not leveled up, and they kept dying. And I was very much of the mindset of everyone lives or I don't keep going. I reset. So at that point, I got so frustrated and ended up never going back to it. I think it's been mm-hmm. so long. So yeah, but her uh, art, like I'm just looking at. The Path of Radiance and Path of Radiance and and Radiant Dawn have like a specific type of art style, but I think the way they've adapted her into the Fire Emblem Heroes look uh, is really cool. Like they've really done a great job, and it kind of wa- makes me want to see what uh, a, like a like a new hero uh, Heather would be as well. Like I think that would be uh, really cool. She has that typical rogue style from early Fire Emblem games, so you can kind of. As I describe that, folks at home can probably picture that, you know, pretty easily. But, uh, yeah, it, she looks really cool. Uh, good to see her in the game. I know a lot of people were excited about that. 
Um, our next hero is Reina Sanguine Shinobi, uh, a confidant of Queen Makoto of Ashido. Reina is here to join the Ninja Festival. Reina is a green bow flying hero wielding Kumo Yumi Plus. Reina is available as the four star hero on the banner. She has no new skills, but rounding out her kit is Glimmer as a special, attack slash speed catch three in the A slot, and speed slash defense rain three in the C slot. And uh, she's also, yeah, she's got her uh, uh, flying, what, what is that bird called in, in Fates? I'm going to put you on the spot because I don't know what it is. Uh, I you put me on the spot all you want. I'm not going to remember. Yeah, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, Kinchi. Yes. Sounds yeah. right. Yeah, sure. It's right. But, it's right off the website. It's right. It's correct. Yep. Um, it's cool that they, they put her in here. I do remember her from Fates. Yeah, um, um, her and Orochi, I believe, were Makoto's retainers. Yes. And because of Makoto's attitude, they were, you know, also friends. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. But she looks cool. It's really awesome that they made her the uh, the four star hero. I mean, I, I guess if you're a huge fan of Reina, that might not be the the best thing to hear. But um, yeah, yeah She's at least in the hero. game. So she is in the game. I, I I believe I don't know if she has a normal hero or not. Nope. I'm pretty sure this is the first appearance for Heather and Reina. There you go. I, I could be wrong, but pretty uh, sure it is. No, you're right. Yeah, it's the only There's one. No other heroes on the website we use, so. It is unfortunate. Uh, look, I'm going to be the guy who says it, the person who says it, that I, I honestly prefer when a hero has a normal version before they get a special edition, just because I like to, I like to have that base version first and then see the alternate. But um, honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change or impact anything i agree with you to a degree but there's so many characters in fire emblem mm -hmm. i mean we have over a thousand heroes and yes there are a decent number of repeats but we still haven't gotten anywhere near all the available you know especially since they bring in villains i mean at, they've gone so weird as to have bandit as i don't remember it was like bandit king or bandit you know, leader or whatever as a right. hero, as a villain that came into the game. But there's so many units that, you know, it's gonna, it it helps to just put them in in special heroes. But yes, it would be nice if we had a normal hero so Reina fans could get a one at any time. But this is not the way yet. No, not yet, but so. a couple of heroes here that could be added to a new hero's banner when we, uh, Get around to Atelius and or Fates focus banner. Uh, our next is the duo hero, which both of which have their own normal heroes. And I think at least Makaya, I don't know if Sanaki has a legendary or hero yet, but I, at least Makaya has a legendary version. I think Sanaki does. Sanaki has a few versions. Sanaki has a few versions. I'm not sure if she has any legendary versions. Yeah. Uh, but um, Sanaki and Makaya, Dawn Sworn Ninja. Uh, something I didn't know is apparently Sanaki and Makaya are sisters, and these sisters have come to enjoy the Ninja Festival together as a Red Cavalry Tome unit. They wield Radiant Scrolls, another fairly normal special weapon, and come with a special skill and three Tier 4 skills. Uh, once again, mm -hmm. if any of them are new, I did not double-check that those, that data. Yeah. I, I think their art is awesome. Like, they really... Uh, they, they kept the style of Sanaki and Makaya, but applied, like, that ninja festival feel so like honestly you can't go wrong with any of these heroes if you're looking for some really cool style 
Um, and if you're a Tellius fan, like this banner is kind of swimming in awesome characters, right? So uh, to get the duo there, Sanaki and Makaya, yep. I'm surprised they held off so long, you know, them being sisters and pairing them up like this. So, yeah, looking through it, it does not look like Sanaki has a um, legendary version. She just has two versions in her duo with Altina. Ah, uh, right. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Um, well, let's get to the final hero here associated with the banner. This is Saizo, Hoshido's Flame. We've got a very special shinobi making appearance at the Ninja Festival. Saizo's here from Ashido to show us all how it's done. Saizo is a lance infantry hero wielding Kumo uh, Naginata Plus. Being the Tempest Trials hero for the banner, he has no new skills, but rounding out of his kit is Growing Flame as a special. Attack slash defense solo three in the A slot and defense smoke three in the C slot. And as Eddie said, he's kind of not only is the Tempest Trials hero, he's have he has to sort of pull everyone along through the the ninja festival as he's the only ninja. So the ninja gets the Tempest Trials hero. Not the first time they've done that. Like we've had the um Flame Tribe unit be the four star sure. unit on the banner, and we had the um Wind Tribe, you know, the leader of the Wind Tribe as the Tempest Trial unit on their banner. So not the first time they've put the person that actually, you know, is the reason for the event as the as a demote unit, demote tier unit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but he looks so cool. Like honestly, as the he free hero, like cool. you can't go wrong with that. Like if you're looking for one hero to the banner, sometimes the Tempest Trials hero might not cut it for you if you're looking for like, you know, a specific style, but like honestly. They they give you a lot here for free. Yeah, um, and yeah, I say demote tier. They're not useless, and they sometimes have decent skills on them. Sometimes they bring a skill into the wider pool with their appearance, so they're not completely useless. They just usually take a lot more work to make, you know, bring them up to fighting with brand new top tier units. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, definitely jump into the Tempest Trials. I think you have, uh, as of this recording, three or four more days, depending on when you're listening to this. But uh, Saizo is definitely worth adding to your collection if you're looking to have that ninja festival um, in your collection. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Just had to you know, catch up on some special heroes. Um, as I said, we'll be back next week to discuss the new heroes, which, as Eddie said, is the penultimate um banner before no it's the last banner no it's, it's the, the last banner it's the ultimate banner before as, the new as, book. as well as playing through the paralogs i played through the rest of the story and it's interesting what happened there yeah i know i, th- I look I, I could say to you i feel like i'm caught up but then i could also say i feel like i'm not caught up because they do the time travel thing which is a bit of like out of order which i remember praising at yes, launch i believe the final chapter should be chapter one sure <laughs> and you know what we'll we'll have to talk story um because as you said it's ending so next uh episode we'll talk story so ha- have you played all the way through the all available chapters look i don't know to be honest i i like and it's not the fault of the game i think it's just the way that they've structured the story i if you asked me the last thing that happened i'd be like ah I don't know. I, I have All to right. jump in and, and make sure I've completed it for next week so we can talk about it. Yeah, it's usually pretty easy to tell if you play through all the available chapters. There's no, you know, 
darkened out chapters on the list, but no, even if you don't understand what number it is, even if it makes no sense that the last one we finished was chapter 13 and then there's still one more to go. I might have one left. I'm just booting up the game now to see where I'm at so I can get an idea. But like, I'm still confused. No problem. I, I wasn't saying you had to look it up right now. But no, yeah. I, I am going to look it up because we're, we're talking about it. But uh, main story. Let's see if I switch over to normal. Uh, yeah, supposedly I am caught up. I have played through chapter 12 of book seven. No, chapter 13 is the most recent one. Well, then why isn't it popping up for me? Is it? Are you sure? I thought it was. I don't know. No, Maybe it's chapter 12. Because it would be two two missions, two books added at the launch. Did it start with 13? I don't know. Yes, it did. Started with chapter 13. Okay, so yes, chapter goes, 12 would be the most recent. Yeah, then it goes 5, 6, 7, 8, 2, 3, 4, 9, 10, 11, 12. Time travel. Yep, you're right. 12 is the most recent. <laughs> uh, spoiler warning if you don't want to be spoiled on Fire Emblem Heroes story, but I mean, it's not a... An amazing story. It's not horrible. But, um, so, spoiler warning, and join us next week to hear us discuss the entire story, maybe. Um, but uh, where we go to the past and kill Kavasir, who is yes. not yet connected or somehow not connected, because we, like, I guess we've gone through this loop hundreds of times to make Bradablik Im- immensely powerful, so now we're able to actually stop Kavasir and Munir. Or what? Is it Gunnir? I don't know. Who's the golden serpent person? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think, it, I think it's a G. Yeah, it starts with a G. Um, it's a classic time travel thing, like where if you can stick your characters in a loop, you can, and they, and they retain that knowledge. Well, theoretically, we weren't, we weren't retaining the knowledge, but somehow oh. we were sending the weapon back through or something. I don't know. Oh, yes. Yep. I remember that. I think there was one character that was able to use their power to send the weapon back something. Yeah, it was. What's her name? The uh, landlady we met in the middle of this event. Yeah. The landlady. Yeah. That's I her mean, name. I'm sure we're showing our great uh, knowledge of the game and all its intricacies and weirdness. Not to be confused with the landlord lady. We've paid Glovig. her Glovig is the villain. Yes. And Nerthus. Nerthus is or, the one. Oh, yes. Yeah, Nerthus. Yep. It's all coming back to me now. Look, I promise next week when we discuss it, we'll have at least played the first... The last first... Uh, we'll, we'll have played the most recent chapter that gets released, and we'll be able to talk a bit more about the story without fumbling over who is doing what and where time travel, you know, like if you're, yeah, yeah, it's, it's time, timey wimey. It's all good. I I will admit this most recent chapter. I was kind of disappointed that, uh, say there wasn't able to find another way to, you know, not kill Kvasir. Yeah. Kill herself in the past future who is not herself and not connected because it doesn't prevent her from existing yes so. which makes sense 100 percent, right um sure, we'll be we'll able to, yeah we'll be able to uh sort that all out next week uh, we'll be completely knowledgeable uh, across the board we'll know everything that's going on there'll be a huge timeline that we'll be able to present none of this is true i i was gonna say i want to just say ryan will do that i, no. I will probably be utterly confused 
even though Honestly, I might understand it better than Ryan seems to most of the time. Well, here's the thing. Like, look, if, if anyone can gather anything from the last couple of minutes of this podcast is that Ryan does not know what's going on. So the fact that he's saying he's going to have everything sorted out by next week, that's not true. That was that was a lie. That was an embellishment, if anything. Um, but if you want more of this, you can go to gamersinpodcast.com slash fay for all our past episodes. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back next week to cover the latest new heroes, as well as the conclusion to Book 7. Have a great week! and happy summoning.